Hello and welcome to Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Kelly, and today I brought on my friend Kathy Pod to discuss the lunations for the month of April. Kathy is the owner of Pure Wellness in Milwaukee. She is an herbalist, an aromatherapist, a massage therapist, and a Reiki practitioner. Kathy will give us some helpful tips on herbs and aromas to help us through this time. Please sit back and enjoy. So hi, how are you? Surviving. (laughs) You? Surviving. Good. That's all we can ask for. There's plenty of there's plenty of groceries in my house now. Yes, uh, same here. It's spilling out of all cabinets and yeah. <laughs> I felt like such a jerk though, like you know, because I grabbed like three things of iced coffee. I was like, I feel like an, I feel like a dick for taking all of these, but I'm not coming back here for like a month. <laughs> no, exactly. I know. I we tried to be cognizant, you know, but like some things, I feel like well, like iced coffee, probably people don't need. So it's okay to take a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. Well, today is April 4th. It's like 1.05 in the afternoon. And in a few days, we've got some lunations coming up. We've got the, uh, we've got the, what is it? The the full moon in Libra. Yes. (laughs) Where I was like, we? is it a new moon? Is it a full moon? It's really hard to t- uh, keep track of time right now, I notice, even just days. Like, I yeah. don't even know what day. I had to look at my calendar. So Yeah. Totally. Yeah, on Thursday, I realized three times with that within that day. It's like, oh, yeah, it's Thursday. And then, like, a little while later, oh, yeah, it's still Thursday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> day, exactly. Well, and for the Milwaukee area, especially until – last couple days we've just had gray skies so you can't even look at the moon to be like where are we yeah I know (laughs) I know yeah so but we'll get a full moon in Libra it's on the 7th but like a little bit prior to that we have a few aspects Mm -hmm. so I wanted to look at some of those and I know you've got like some really awesome like remediation tips for people so I'm super excited about those because I think we need that right now. And so the first aspect is April 6th, and I got really nitty gritty with these, 4.17 p.m., the moon enters Libra, enters the sign of Libra. So key words for Libra, I think of like cooperation, Mm -hmm. the other, diplomacy. Yep, balance. Yeah, balance the scales. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's really important right now, just with what is going on. And it's hard. I think it's hard because a lot of people are trying to do this thing where they're like, I'm going to be super productive. Or they're like, I'm doing nothing, which is fine. Yeah. But I also feel like maybe it'll help us a little bit in finding that middle ground, you know? Yeah. I've been seeing people go full tilt on all extremes. I've also seen a lot of people beating themselves up for the, why am I so tired? Why am I so tired? So that's why I put that neurological tip post out because it's just like people, (laughs) this is, you know, this is your brain Mm -hmm. trying to keep you alive. That's essentially what's happening. Absolutely. 
I I agree. And um, I think with a moon in Libra, another thing it reminds us of is not just about other people, but ourselves and being patient and kind with ourselves and loving ourselves. And that's, I think that's really hard mm-hmm. right now because we're all so up and down and it's hard to find like that focus for ourselves. Yeah. Well, and looking at the aspects that come up during this time before the moon, there's a lot of like, we're going to meet who we really are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no doubt about it. And there's nowhere for us to run. <laughs> nope. Except hopefully to a local park, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yep. So on April 6th at 9.07, so same day at 9.07 p.m., the moon will square the south node in Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So to me, this is getting rid of the emotional junk, or at least emotional junk coming to the surface mm-hmm. <laughs> like the scum rises to the top and now we've got to <laughs> scrape it off <laughs> yes. whether we like to or not we're yeah. gonna have to face it and by the same token though is the the moon is also trining venus mm-hmm. and venus is in gemini at this point so yeah. it's also like a think positive mm-hmm. i i feel that way too because it's a weird, like, it's a weird place for Venus, I think, but it's also, um, I've really been thinking about its placement and how do I take advantage of what it is? So we've been playing a lot of games, Mm -hmm. like thinking skills, trying to laugh, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just clever type of things that bring us joy. I don't know. I guess that's, that's where I'm at anyway. Yeah, this is very much like Venus goes to the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and she's like, look at all of these topics. Right. <laughs> so many. Look at all the things I could read. Yeah. But yeah, I, so I think with like the moon going into Libra, trying to find balance, emotional gunk, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then trying to, you know, Venus, I always feel like she's, she's pretty positive. So I feel like she's trying to say, think positive. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. It's kind of, it reminds me of in the cartoon, they would show like the guy spinning a bunch of discs mm-hmm. on their head and their hands. And, and even though it's like, might be super overwhelming, it's also kind of entertaining. So yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just think of it that way. Yeah. Just kind of like, you know, like, ah, when is it gonna fall right exactly but we got this i think <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. we'll see right. <laughs> or you might have it for a moment and then not and then you gain it back and yeah. then i think there's a lot of that too i mean i've gone through that myself where it's just like i have this together yeah and then like maybe a few hours later it's like uh sob fest <laughs> exactly so a little while after that, on April 6, 10.35 p.m., the moon will square asteroid Lilith in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. You know, and asteroid Lilith is how we are repressed mm-hmm. in our chart. So, and I've been thinking about this too, especially with like the feminine 
And when I say feminine, I'm not necessarily talking about women. I'm talking about, I mean, I am talking about women, but I'm also just more or less talking about receptive energy, feminine energy. Yeah. And so I do think like, I know some of my friends, especially my poor extroverted friends. And mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of fall into that category yeah. uh, is just like, I can't express myself. Yes. Actually, I had this conversation with my aunt the other day. She said, she's alone. She, she's not married. And um, so it's been a little tough on her. And she's just said, I'm so, I'm an extrovert. I get my energy from people. This is really hard. And it is, it's, it's difficult. So it is kind of that energy being contained where it needs to be out. That's difficult for sure. Yeah. I I have a friend, uh, she lives in Chicago and we meet every morning to work out together. Yeah. And then, so we work out together because we, we both get up really early. Like we start working out at like five 30. So, so we work out, (laughs) I know. So we work out for like, you know, we work out for like 45 minutes Mm -hmm. and then we each pour a cup of coffee and then we have, we, you know, we chat with each other for like 20 minutes. That's perfect. Yeah. So it's great because I I actually feel like I've been more social. Uh, Actually, me too. Since this started happening. Yeah. It's, it's just the physical that's lacking. Yeah. And so it's, we have to kind of get used to that new normal. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. So. The tools we have. If yeah. We have. So uh, poor, poor Lilith is a bit boxed in there. Yeah. And then on April 7th, we at 1.51 a.m., the moon will be opposite Chiron. So this is what I was talking about. Like, we're, we're really going to meet who we are. Right. Yes. <laughs> It's always funny when these things happen during like times we might be asleep to me because I always think hard aspects like that to me are like, oh, thank God I'll be asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, they're going to continue during the day. But, you know, I kind of wonder how your dreams manifest in that too. Yeah. Yeah. When I was looking these up, I was like, oh man, what kind of dreams am I going to be having? Mm-hmm. And how am I going to feel when I wake up in the morning? Like with this aspect, with it being Chiron, it's just like, yeah. Uh, and I have, I'm, I'm born in that generation where I have Chiron in Aries. I have it at yeah. 23 degrees. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I was born right into Taurus, uh, Chiron and Taurus. So I I can't completely relate, <laughs> but I'm sure it's going to be interesting. A few years from now, you'll be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah you've got you've got a minute though on it because right, Chiron is stays in a well. He has an irregular orbit, but he stays in right. Aries for I think it's either seven oh, wow. years or nine years. I can't yeah, remember I think you're which. Right. Yeah. So I do yeah, because I think Chiron only stays in Libra for like two. Chiron has an irregular orbit. Right. Depends on which sign it's in. And yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, he, uh, Chiron is definitely not like the clockwork planets. Right. So, but yeah, yeah I'm wondering like us. if, uh, what? I said just to mess with us more, more <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And I have a feeling too, that like with this aspect applying, I'm, and because we're going to be, 
at this point, a few weeks into it. I mean, it's April 4th at this point, And, you know, I've been home since March 16th. Yeah, I've been home since the 13th. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm kind of wondering, like, if, you know, more people are going to start to be, like, emotionally triggered. Mm-hmm. Especially with the moon coming into play. Right. Absolutely. And then, oh, go ahead. A lot of people, the first couple weeks aren't too bad because it kind of feels like, oh, I'm on vacation or not really vacation, but you're not working or whatever you're doing. Um, Obviously not everyone's there, but, but then you get into like the month and your body and brain and my, everything just goes, what is this? You know? And so you kind of have to adjust. Yeah. I'm working from home right now and I can safely say like the first, the first two weeks of working from home, I was just like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what is this? Like I had my routine. I'm a Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have my, my routine that I do every day and my, my routine got totally thrown out the window. Thrown out the window. So I had, that's the other thing with meeting with my friend every morning is that this is like a very grounding thing for me. Yes. Because she and I are doing this six days a week. That's, that's impressive. That's all I have to say. Cause I don't think I do anything besides brush my teeth six times. <laughs> I do seven. But you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's good. Like if you can find a routine, like yeah. one that's mm-hmm. going to help. But a lot. I, I had to do something. I was like, I have to get into a routine because like the first two weeks I was just everywhere yeah so so Um, yeah my husband is working from home and thankfully we have an office that he can kind of go into but we have an open concept place so I have to be very cognizant that he's not home to entertain me he's trying to work yeah (laughs) so I can't just be like hey honey you know Mm -hmm. that's been myself trying to train like give him his space he's still working you know yeah yeah my my husband is at home too so I'm downstairs during the day and he's upstairs during the day and then you know our paths will cross and you know yeah it's like that reminder too of like it just can't go upstairs and bug you because I'm bored I'm bored exactly (laughs) (laughs) or it's not so much bored it's the I can't focus on anything right Right. now that's the the other problem I've been having is like the like I will focus, like hyper focus for like two to three hours. And then yeah. like something in my brain just goes right. and I have yeah. to go do something for yeah. like 20 minutes or anything really for, yeah. you know, just to, just to do something right. else. Reset. And then let's see, there's one more aspect before we get the full moon. And that's mm-hmm. one of my favorites, uh, 3.10 a.m. So this is another one happening happening during our sleep on April 7th. And that's Black Moon. That's Black Moon Lilith. So yeah. the previous one was Asteroid Lilith. This is Black Moon Lilith. I love Black Moon Lilith because she's like our transformative power. Right. So I really look with the moon energy with this as like, how do I transform all of this? Yeah. Like it's kind of forcing us whether we want to or not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I think some of it could just be like, how do I transform this into a day where I just, where I just have one day where I feel productive. Right. That's, yeah, it's a good point. Cause I'm doing that thing where you go back and forth, like, 
do I want to be productive today or do I really need to be, you know, and I feel like, well, for me anyways, and probably for you as a Virgo, there has to be some type of productivity or I don't know. It doesn't even have to be productive. Just do I feel like I did something? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, well, I've been like, ta- because, you know, we're not really, I don't really have too many meetings right now with work or anything like that. So like, I will task myself in my calendar. Yes. You know, that like, these are the chunks of things I need to get done. Done. Right. And here's the least. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, here, here's my times. This is what I'm up to. Like, I've been, right. I've been definitely doing that. But there's also been that, like, you know, like with the, you know, hey, we're just going to work out six days a week. Like, hey. Yeah. You know, I don't have the excuse of like, well, it's after work and I'm tired and I don't feel like it. It's like, right. no, I'm starting the day off with this. So Whether my like friend it. and I have even talked about how like, should, you know, when this is all over, do you, do you still want to do this? Like, right. yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and that's just it. It's like, what are we bringing in? that's different and new that might just or should continue you know yeah um not as a temporary thing Mm -hmm. for sure also too I've just been really aware of like what we spend our money on oh yes and we'll probably talk a little bit more about that too when we start talk about Taurus Mm -hmm. but there's been that theme coming up as well over yes um we've had those discussions where like the only thing on our credit card right now is food. Yeah. The grocery store. Yep. I'm like, wow, that's never happened. (laughs) (laughs) I know there's no Starbucks. There's, there's, you know, like I, I put gas in my car two weeks ago. Yeah. That's it. And then let's see, what is it? 9.33 9.33 p.m. on April 7th, we get the full moon in Libra. So right. I know you had some wonderful remediation stuff. Right. So um, I'm an aromatherapist and herbalist in my background. Um, and so I do a lot of this personally, but also I hope you don't mind plugging. <laughs> Oh no, go ahead. Okay. Plug plug um, away. <laughs> so I also have a line called the Astrothecary. It's on Instagram and Facebook also, but um, that I do new blends for each full moon, whether it's anointment oils or sprays or bath soaks, etc. Um, and what I do is I take what signs we're looking at, what the full moon is in, and use the energies of that converting it into whatever herbs and aromas and use those for remediation and so I've always felt that with full moons even though we have the opposite so we have you know we're in sun Aries but a Libra full moon I feel like there's a way to meet in the middle and to actually take advantage of both energies Um, so I'll just kind of tell you what I'm doing for this blend Okay. And, and chat of like what herbs are helpful right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking the Aries Mars side and doing a rose thorn flower essence. 
Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> rose thorn being Mars energy. And then blackberries extracted. Now, blackberry leaf um, is usually for the Mars side, but blackberries themselves being the fruit is for the Venus side, Libra. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a nectarine extract. So it'll smell really awesome, but mm-hmm. it has those combined energies of your Mars, like forward, protective type of, you know, going to war, whatever you want to call it. But it's also combining it with the softness of Venus. And oh, nice. Yeah. So we find like that middle ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're trying, like, for me, I feel like going into this full moon is finding what really helps us be gentle with ourselves and others but Mm -hmm. we're also having to put on our armor you know and prepare and so you kind of have the the both of I'm sorry best of both worlds (laughs) yeah yeah so that's kind of my plans for the that um mixture I'm just trying to pull up the other stuff um some other herbs for like Mars energy is rosemary, nutmeg, ginger, black pepper, those types of spicy or fire driven. And then for Venus, any of the flowers, you think of like violet, rose, um, even pomegranate, even though that goes sort of into Persephone and Hades, but anyways. fig, almonds, Mm. any fruits, you know, like I was saying, blackberries, strawberries, Mm. those types of things. So you can use those in any way. It doesn't have to be like some special mix. Like even if you're just making yourself a salad, you know, into your day um, and making that your magic. So yeah, I was... As you were saying that, I was thinking of the fact that, like, lately I've really been into making, like, berry smoothies. Yes. But I've also been drinking this tea from uh, Blackthorn Hoodoo Blends called Running with the Devil. And it's basically, it's basically called, it's basically black tea with uh, black peppercorn. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And so it's interesting because, like, I'll have, like, this berry smoothie that's yeah. got vanilla in and it tastes so good and then by the afternoon I'm like where's that where's that tea yeah. <laughs> I need some fire. fire to get me yeah. through the rest of my day <laughs> that, and that's that's such a good point exactly because I feel like we if you really tap into yourself our bodies know what we need at the time you know yeah. so if, if you are feeling like run down and you want to be productive like you don't you shouldn't feel like you have to, but you can do things like that. You know, make a chai or something that is fire driven to help yeah. you pull up that energy and vice versa. So, yeah. Yeah. That's funny because I just had a raspberry strawberry smoothie last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I also got this tea from, from her called Go the Fuck to Sleep. Oh my God. I love it. That's and like the main, the main, ingredient in it is chamomile oh yes so so yeah I'm definitely I'm definitely with you on trying to 
to be aware of like the elements that yeah. we're putting into our bodies just because it's like, what do I really need right now? Right. What's going to help me get through this or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Did you have any other remediation or any other yeah. thoughts on the full moon? Right. So honestly, I think this full moon, like I said, goes back to trying to find that balance of using whatever you have on hand to remember for self-love, but also just being prepared. Like I said, you know, it's yeah. say that being prepared as much as you can, because really we don't know, you know, it's yeah. very hard to tell what's going to happen next or how long we're in this. Um, yeah. I do feel like there's some sense of comfort when it, be, when you allow yourself to be prepared. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And for other activities, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is going out. Um, honestly, just as simple as taking a bath. Maybe you mm -hmm. don't usually do that, but it'd be a great time to like find those new ways of just like coming into yourself, you know, um, or using what you have on hand. Maybe it's just giving yourself a foot massage, you know? Yeah. But again, um, bringing that comfort in and also reaching out to other people and seeing mm -hmm. if they need help in a way you can help them from far away. Um, yeah. Because, you know, like Libra being an air sign, I automatically think of us socializing online, you know? Yeah. So um, maybe that's finding a new guided meditation online or like Kelly healing movement, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so those types of things are really excellent. Um, as for like the Mars energy coming in from the sun, I went ahead the other day and wrote down what my worries were. And then I went down and said, how can I prepare for this? And I wrote mm -hmm. specific things down and some things I didn't have an answer for and that's okay. But yeah. just getting that out, like the physical act of really getting it out helped a lot. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, one of the things I've noticed. Uh, I mean, I'm uh, connected to the uh, dance community and mm -hmm. like, there's a ton of people like putting classes out. There's a ton of people doing like free classes and stuff like just to keep, people moving and I look at that as very Mars yeah. like because Mars is like I must do things right <laughs> absolutely I have to move or whatever yeah. you know it is yeah you know? oh completely yeah it's funny you say that because um my my natal Mars is in cancer so it's <laughs> um pretty my, my natal rough. Mars is in Libra so I feel okay. you on that yeah yeah <laughs> So, it, you know, it's rough, but um, one thing I started doing is lifting weights again. I don't have a ton of weights at home, but I have little ones. And mm -hmm. just adding that into my routine has helped a lot. Yeah. And all I have to say is I'm going to have some really buff arms by the end of this. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the joke I have with with my friend is that it's just kind of like, we better have awesome shoulders after yeah. this. <laughs> like. <Exactly. laughs> 
Absolutely. Something but, you know, but those are the types of actions too. I mean, like with Libra, you've got the, you know, like, I just want to be comfortable and sit mm -hmm. on my couch and sip my chai with maybe some rum in it. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. And then, <laughs> you know, the other side is the, I'm going to do something. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, be productive. Yeah. That's really good too. Like when you're, when you're talking about like lifting weights and stuff like that, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff is excellent because mm -hmm. that burns off adrenaline and cortisol. Absolutely. Like, like if you had any stress during the day, like you, you know, you do like just a half an hour of something and you're putting your, you're putting your body in a better place. Absolutely. So you know, when we physically feel good, we mentally feel good, mentally feel good, physically feel good. So, right. yep. you know, it's I definitely see that with like that, you know, the, the Venus Mars, yeah. uh, <laughs> Libra Aries dichotomy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and if it's possible, I mean, sex is also an excellent way to remediate that. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. All physical, emotional, mental, you know, all of those tie in. So mm -hmm. yeah. And if you leave, live alone, have it off with yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Nobody needs to feel like they have to have a partner. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about this aspect after the full moon? This Pluto square the Ju I mean, excuse Pluto me, the Jupiter. moon square Pluto Jupiter conjunction in Capricorn. So, well, go that's ahead. on the eighth. Yeah. <laughs> I have feelings about it. <laughs> how, how do you feel about the Pluto Jupiter conjunction in Capricorn? Okay. Well, I should say that first because, like, let's, let's start with that. Um, I'm have mixed feelings on it. I think it could be scary, but it also could mean a tipping point with maybe our medicine world, you know? Yeah. I'm hoping because that would be great news right now. <laughs> you know, um, Jupiter obviously is not comfortable in Capricorn and we know that, so it's not going to be able to give its all of its um, benefits but yeah, you also think there is a renewing happening with it. So I always think I can't remember what famous astrologer said it, but they described it as Pluto kills you for your own good. Mm. Mm -hmm. And like that has always like ever since I heard that, I was just like, that really sticks with me. So anytime I look at a Pluto aspect, whether it be a trine or a square, right. because, you know, a, a trine just means that Pluto is slitting your throat gracefully. Right. You're doing it nicely. <laughs> yeah. And a square is like, you know, Pluto's messily stabbing you in the yeah. back or something like that. Sorry. I know that's kind of graphic, but no, totally. But, but I, so I'm looking at the Pluto Jupiter thing as I think the outcome is going to be okay. It's not going to be great because Jupiter is in a difficult place, yeah. but it's going to be one of those things where we go, okay, that was the moment. And we get three of these this year. Right. 
So this is this is chapter one. Yeah. Or excuse me, it's trilogy, you know, first part of the trilogy. <laughs> Scene and one. then <clears throat> yeah, yeah. part one. So mm-hmm. it'll be really interesting to see what happens on that day as to what's gonna come round and complete and what November, I think, is yeah. the last one. Right. Um so and then with the moon playing with that aspect, you know, the moon is emotional but it's also the body so i see what you're talking about like in terms of medicine yeah like what does this mean for our our bodies right and you know this is happening too like right in that window of when they say it's going to be peaking right and that's what i was thinking i'm like this is supposed to be where we start to really be up on the top of the roller coaster hill you know so i think it's gonna feel scary yeah. But I don't necessarily think that it's going to be an outcome that's scary, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that's kind of where I am with that. I, um, also thinking about the moon, you know, because it's so fast moving. Yeah. That square, we might not, we will notice it, but it's going to happen and it's not going to drag out, you know, so no. it'll set the tone possibly, but thankfully the moon is quick <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know the hell out of there. <laughs> um, yeah I, I just really look at like these couple of days where we've got this lunation and also mm-hmm. too like because it's a full moon you know we will see like the duration of it for like two weeks yeah. like because it's all hitting at this time like right we're going to, we're going to continue to see it play out, you know? Right. It certainly won't go away for sure. Yeah. Um, But it's definitely going to hit us in the feels on that day. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So if anybody can, I would sleep in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I I don't know if that's the best course of action. (laughs) Just, you know, ignore the whole day. No. It's not happening. Just fall asleep. Right. Just <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, and, and that's actually a funny point, because I think a lot of people I've noticed are trying to ignore what's happening, or I don't know if you've noticed this. Have you seen, like, on posts and threads where people go, why don't you just stay positive? Like, they immediately shut down conversations that are hard. And yeah. I know that comes from fear, you know? Yeah. But it's not helpful. Like, people that are talking about the reality are not trying to be pessimists. They're trying to be realists. And there's a lot of optimists that are coming in going, this isn't happy- happening. Just be quiet about it. Just, you know, love and light. And I don't, I'm not digging that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not digging that either. Luckily, I haven't seen... excuse me too many of those people what i saw in the very beginning was this is dumb like people like we live in milwaukee and like when our governor gave the stay-at-home order there were people who were just like you can't tell me my freedom and i was just like stay home just shut up and stay at home what is the matter with you nobody's locking you in your closet okay so yeah no, I saw a lot of that too. I um, saw a lot, but it's in- interesting though, how like as the numbers have gone up and how, how as the severity has, 
mm-hmm. increased and how it's like, oh, look, this 22-year-old passed away within right. three days or whatever. Right. Like when you're seeing those extreme stories, it's kind yeah. of like, okay, I'll stay home. Right. I mean, I get it. It sucks. Like, it does. Nobody, nobody wants to live like this. I'd like for it to go back to normal tomorrow, yeah. today. Right, exactly. yep. But you know, I, I was seeing a lot of that. And it's interesting too, because I was seeing a lot of that right around that Aries new moon. Oh, yes. You know, me. Yep. <laughs> it's all about how can I get out and break free and you can't tell me what to do and yeah, freedom thing. And I, listen, I get it. Like, I, I don't take our freedoms for granted, but I also think that you can't be free unless you're also taking care of yourself and you know, like there, there comes again, it goes back to the balance, you know? Um, Yeah. Okay. You're free, but are you dead? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I exactly like that, but it's just, and are you free, but is your carelessness in, you know, impending, Mm -hmm. uh, impending, impeding the freedom of others because you're possibly infecting them or something like that? Yep. Let's see. After that, um, so Mercury, I forgot to mention this on the forecast. And like, I went back and listened to the forecast and I felt like such a dolt for missing it. (laughs) But Mercury enters Aries on the 11th. Yes. (laughs) Thank God. I know. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Mercury is going to square all of that stuff in Capricorn. It is. But the thing is, this, the Mercury in Pisces has been not helpful. No, not. It's, I think that's where a lot of confusion has come in. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's obviously been shown in like what our governments are trying to do or not do, you know, and yeah, has the same story and it's, yeah, it's been confusing. I, I have to say the only thing it has been helpful with, I don't know about you or anybody else, but I've really gained a lot of creativity from that time. Yeah. You know, but it, when we're trying to prepare and think linear, Mercury and Pisces does not do well. (laughs) No. And what I saw too was, I mean, I saw a lot of people getting creative, but I was Mm -hmm. also seeing a lot of people getting like caught and the wash of like, when is this going to end? Right. Like you're telling me I have to do this, but when is this going to end? You know, like already trying to, uh, you know, like the hamster brain was going. (laughs) Right. Yeah, absolutely. What does it mean? And, or trying to figure out what it means further than what's helpful, you know? Yeah. Um, Philosophizing about it and I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, but I, I do think it can lead us towards, well, like you said, kind of the washing machine, you know, it just, yeah, not really doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and the other stuff that was coming up too was like, you know, and I know because you're, you're from down South too, you know, there were a bunch of preachers who were like, this is the wrath of God because y'all been sinners. It's oh, like yeah. not helpful not helpful. No, Go sit down. No. Doesn't have anything to do with God. Yeah. Just has to do with exactly viruses. They, they happen. <laughs> right. They, they happen. And unfortunately we didn't have a, a prepared government. Yes. <laughs> that's know? the, that's, 
That's the problem. Yes, that is a big problem. <laughs> not not Jesus. <laughs> no, I don't think Jesus sent this to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, I'm very happy to see Mercury moving into Aries because yes. maybe there will be some very forthright discussion. Like, here's the facts. <laughs> yep, laid out on the table. And just, yeah, yeah. I feel like the only person that's been trying to do that is, um, oh, Doctor Fauci. Thank you. Yes, Doctor Fauci. Like I feel like he's been trying, but because yeah. it's been so murky, he's not been able to get through the waters. But I think things are going to turn, especially when we were talking about, um, you know, with Pluto and Jupiter together. Yeah. So, and that might. That could very, very well be his moment or a moment yeah. for someone where they're just kind of like, look, yep, this is, uh, you know, do is. that deep dive of like, here's the really bad news. Right. Now, now you can we start going forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. exactly. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Well, and then on April 22nd, the moon yes. enters Taurus. Yes. And the moon is exalted kind of in Taurus. I know, and I like it. <laughs> it's funny because it's actually one of my favorite seasons. I'm more of an autumn girl. Yeah, me too. I There is something about Taurus season, and it's funny because I really like Taurus people. Um, yep. Probably because I don't have much of anything in that. <laughs> and I'm like envious. <laughs> you know? Yeah, my descendant is Taurus. Okay. So, yeah. Well, and my Chiron is the only thing sitting in Taurus. So, oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe I find my healing through other Taurus people. I don't know. Yeah, that but very well could be. Itself. Yeah. And the moon in Taurus is very, I don't know, it's just lovely to me. Um, and fruitful and grounding, you know. Yeah, I think in the forecast, I describe it as uh, Ferdinand the bull. Oh my gosh. That's you know, just, just smell the flowers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and that's, that's exactly what I was thinking of is it's about the time that in Wisconsin anyways, we start to get our little violets popping yep. up everywhere. And I just- I saw some in the park. Oh, they're already around. I took, I took photos oh, of them yesterday. Yeah. So all of that is, you know, growing and I don't know, the green of it makes yeah. me happy. I usually, because this is my descendant, like this is where usually when I feel renewal on like a, a soul level, yeah, you know, like I just feel very like awakened during yeah. this time. So... Sense. Um, so the, uh, let's see, that happens at 9.26 p.m. on April 22nd. And then, oh, oh wait, I'm sorry. I looked at that wrong. Oh, yeah. Um, April 22nd, Taurus moon, 2.36 p.m. And then at 6 p.m., the moon and Taurus squares Saturn and Aquarius. Yes. <laughs> So this is interesting. I actually think that because Saturn is in a home, well, from the traditional perspective, yeah. Yeah. Saturn is in a home sign of Aquarius. Yeah. But I don't feel like 
Saturn and Aquarius is the same as Saturn and Capricorn. No. I feel like Saturn has a completely different energy of like, I'm glad you did your homework back in Capricorn. Now we're in Aquarius. Now it's time. (laughs) Yeah. Now it's time to think about the future. Yes. And it's time to think about the group. Yep. Uh, And funny because, so I'm Aquarius and Venus, uh, Sun Aquarius, Venus Aquarius. And I always say like, you have Saturn as the traditional ruler and Uranus as the modern. I'm definitely more of a Saturn Aquarius. Mm-hmm. In that respect, I I want to make sure everything's lined up, and then I want to do it. You know, yeah. is the structure in place? Okay, now let's do this. You yeah. Know? Um, and I don't know. I think too. I think with everything that's going on right now, we can. We're definitely going to see a change to structures. I mean, we were going to see a change to structures anyway because of the Saturn-Pluto conjunction back in Capricorn. But right. I really think this, with Saturn being in Aquarius, for a couple of months, we're going to get that preview of like what Saturn in Aquarius is going to look like after it's done going back through Capricorn later in the year. Yes. Like, it's going to go back into Capricorn. Like, sorry, I still have a few more things I need to destroy. Right. <laughs> Let me, let me just, um, <laughs> instead of cleaning up my mess back there, let me just do a little bit more and then we'll come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. I really do wonder like how, because I feel like there's going to be this, this restructuring, this rebuilding when it's in Aquarius. And then with the moon coming in, the moon in Taurus, moon is in an excellent position. Saturn is in an excellent position. I feel like there could be definitely some grounding. There's also a rumor that they're working on a new stimulus bill. Yeah. And I'm wondering, because Saturn still stands for, um, you know, the structure. So I'm wondering if there's going to be some new information on that then, like if there's going to be more coming out about that. You have the, I don't know, the monetary portion of Taurus, but you also have how do we take care of people as a collective? Absolutely. I could totally see that happening. I don't know if you noticed too, and this is kind of already happening, but um, one of the buildings here in Milwaukee was just opened up for a lot of our homeless to go to. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, in St. Francis. And so they took this building that was just empty and said, okay, we're going to house homeless people here. And I was like, oh my God, that's so Aquarian. Yeah. <laughs> it's so like Saturn in cap to a Saturn Aquarius. Like, yeah. let's find the structure to help people, you know? Yeah. So I'm hoping more of that happens. But yeah, yeah. I think on the, both of those levels, like with another stimulus or whatever that you know yeah because being. i mean taurus is taurus is your money <laughs> ruler yeah. of the second house i mean i mean it's it's self-worth yeah. too but i i have a feeling that yeah. yeah we're gonna see we might be seeing some more you know monetary stuff coming out of that one or in changes yeah yeah like what does that look like you know so mm-hmm. yeah absolutely Honestly, I thought I was surprised when the first one went through. I thought we would still be arguing over it. 
I did too. I was like, what? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like when, that? and, and there were things where I was just like, mm, okay. Yeah. There was, well, there were a lot where I was like, mm, okay. Yeah, I was about to say, there was a lot for me too. <laughs> um, but at this point, like people that are, you know, I, I'm struggling, but I'm not struggling like some people are. And so yeah. there's so many people that need that right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I know people who like they're, you know, they had, a, they had a dual income family but both of them were gig in the gig economy. Well, gig economy right. is gone. So yep, exactly. You know, what I was, do? yeah, I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. It is. So, and it just went away like that over. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, okay. So new moon? The new moon actually happens April 22nd, 9, 9.26 PM in Taurus. Mm -hmm. Ferdinand. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Do, what do you have in terms of remediation for the full moon? You mean the new moon? I, I'm, I'm sorry. What, what do you have? <laughs> I know. What do you have in terms of remediation for the new moon? Yes. So along those lines that we were just talking about, um, really, and this is, listen, I don't have all the answers, obviously, but um, this is something I've been working on leading up to this new moon is trying to figure out new ways of not necessarily like, how do I provide money since I'm not making an income, but um, also knowing what's truly valuable to me, what matters, mm -hmm. you know, like, okay, guess what? I loved Poshmark. I loved buying used clothes for a long time. Mm -hmm. Now I'm just not buying clothes at all. <laughs> you know, I know that sounds like kind of goofy, but yeah. looking at the things we used to buy on a regular basis or those types of things and really holding the mirror up to ourselves and saying, do I really value that? Does that really matter? Yeah. Really matters, you know? Yeah. Um, so actually doing things in a way that changes how we consume um, mm -hmm. and I think we kind of talked about it earlier is like even our credit card bills look a little different now you know yeah um, we're it's all food instead of oh we're going here and there and there and maybe that meant something to us before but now that's changed you know well one of the things I've noticed and this is that Taurus material world sort of thing mm -hmm. is how much garbage I create in a day because oh, when you are home all day, thank you for saying that. yeah, when you're home all day, I mean, it's me and it's me and my husband, we're home all day. Yes. There was one day where I was like, wait, I put a new garbage bag in this morning. How morning. is it? Yep. How is it that we are taking out the garbage tonight after dinner and this thing is full? That's yes. I noticed that too. And it really disturbed me. I don't know how you feel about it. <laughs> oh, I was, I, I was just like, well, and I thought about it and I was just like, because you go to work and you use the garbage cans there right. and you use the one in your office, you use yep. the one in the, the kitchen at work, and yeah. then you use the one here at home at night. It's and now differently. Yeah. Yeah. So it's given me a completely different perspective on that. Honestly, I was, I was like, 
horrified and felt guilty. Yeah. No, I, I feel the same way. I've been trying to figure out like, I mean, I'm pretty good about recycling, but now I've been even more diligent of looking like, can this be recycled? Can this, yeah. you know, be reused or whatever? And yeah, that is on point. Absolutely. Yeah. And then too, just like what you said about the credit card build, like, you know, I'm yeah. looking at like, you know, what are we not, what are we not spending money on now? And it's like mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. What can we let go of? Yeah. You know, so that's, yeah, to, to me, for that totally goes back to this new moon is like, we are really doing inventory on our lives mm-hmm. and coming to a realization of like, okay how does this look now? What is the new way of looking? Yeah. I've been talking about this too a lot when I'm having conversations about astrology is like it all, it's coming back to that conversation of what we thought was normal will never be again. That Mm -hmm. we're not going back to something. There is, (laughs) Hey, um, you can't make America great again because you're never going to go back to, even if you thought it was bad before, you're not going to go back to what you thought was normal. Yeah. No matter what decade you think was going to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, so we have to really look and like I said, take stock of our lives and go, all right, what's going to change and what's going to stay changed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's going to hit people obviously on a personal level, but I also think it's going to be on a, on a global level as well. Absolutely. Well, and as we know, Taurus loves to just stay in its whatever it chooses. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't move from there. So even though all this change is happening, whatever you change is going to be in place for quite a while. And probably should, you know? Yeah. Well, and the other thing too, and I guess we can go ahead and talk about this aspect because speaking of, of Uranus, the, the planet of change at 3.30 a.m. on April 23rd, the moon will conjunct Uranus and Taurus. Yes. And so Uranus is going to be in Taurus for seven years. It's already been, well, it's been there for a year already, roughly. Right. It feels like it moved years. into, it ingressed May 15th of yes. last year. So, um, so that is going to be, to me, that is change, but it is going to be, uh, Taurus is just like, I don't want to get up. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, in Uranus and Taurus is such a weird placement anyways. Yeah. But it's yeah. literally changing the foundation of things. Right. And uh, my, my cousin, he works for the State Department. And uh, we were talking about government. He was like, you know, you he said, be thankful government changes slowly. Yeah. He said, you, cause like, I, cause I, you know, I was bitching. <laughs> <laughs> what? And um, why don't we have what Norway has? <laughs> <You know? I agree. laughs> and, um, <laughs> and he was like, you want to be, he said, you want to be grateful that it changes slowly. He said, because when it changes fast, you actually end up with stuff that you don't necessarily like. And so I'm trying to look at the Uranus and Taurus thing as like, things are going to change. The foundation is going to change. It's going to change slowly. Exactly. (laughs) It's just not going to go as quickly as you thought it would be. Yeah. But the moon aspecting the 
the moon aspecting Uranus yeah. on that day. And it's all, and like the sun comes into play too, because the sun right. is in Taurus at this point and is going to conjunct yep. it like the same day. Right. So it's like it. your sense of self is getting blown up. Your emotions are getting blown up. Right. You're going to want to, um, some people I think are going to want to stay. They're going to be grasping onto those last threads of like, no, but you've got to let it go. You know? Yeah. I I think Uranus is really going to say like, I know you felt comfortable here, but guess what? Yeah. Move along. (laughs) I also, (laughs) yeah. I also kind of worry too that that might be, that might be a rough day. I think I had said this on the forecast where I was like, is there going to be a riot somewhere? I've been wondering about that too. And I think I agree. Um, because it, honestly, it doesn't take much for people to get kind of crazy. Um, yeah. And, well, you know, you're seven uh, days away from anarchy. Well, right. That's, that's absolutely right. Well, but, and then you start messing with the things that they're comfortable with and are used to. Yeah, and I've seen even some <laughs> soccer moms like kind of lose their shit, you know. Yeah, the changes, and and I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I just I know that quote unquote normal people might not feel so normal anymore. Yeah, you know. So well, we're not even just talking about like you know re- re- rebellion or anything. We're talking about normal people, even kind of rising up yeah you know well and but think about the story that's playing out you know Mm -hmm. this this thing happened where people are like okay i have to completely change my life and and they do and it's kind of novelty at first maybe or it's not and it's chaotic but they get settled into it and then maybe there gets to be a little bit of novelty but by the 23rd of april it will have been more than a month right and All people things happening yeah and people are gonna you know they're at home more they're with yeah. their families more they're with themselves yeah. more and i yes. have a feeling too that you know people themselves with who they meet like you know you talk about uh with the libra moon like being good to ourselves um there are you know there are those that who are really self-aware of that and then there are those who are right. not. And I'm kind of wondering. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if there are going to be people coming out the other side of this for better or worse, but just a different person. Yeah. And I think absolutely. this could definitely be one of those days where maybe we see some of that. <laughs> right. Especially if well, by then they've announced, like, hey, guess what? It's going to be another month. Yeah. Cool. Which- you know they will. <laughs> oh yeah, a friend of mine. She was like, "How long do you think this is gonna happen?" I'm like, "June, June." Right. At I least. think it's gonna go into June. Yeah. I um, don't want it to, but I no, I, I don't. It need will. It, I do think we're talking summer for sure. I yeah. Mean, um, and then I see another one potentially happening in fall, just because of the Mars yeah. retrograde. I think so, and I mean, even on a statistics level we're talking about flu season you know and then yeah yeah I I think that's going to be the hardest thing is the false sense of okay 
I think we're okay. And then this happening all over again. Yeah. Right away. You know? Yeah. See, I'm in it. I'm in it for the long haul because my Mars will be transiting my sixth house. So I'm basically not going anywhere until 2021. You and me both, actually. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not coming out until there's a vaccine. That's where I'm at. I, you know, I said, because I'm a massage therapist, I'm sorry, but I am not touching anyone until we are completely in the clear. That is way too much of a risk. And I know a lot of my clients, I think they feel that they, that I might be, you know, oh, I'll be back in Maine. I'm sorry, you guys, but that's not probably going to happen, you know? Yeah. And it's not just like me fear. I'm not fearful, um, but I have to be prepared and I have someone who's immunocompromised at home. I can't take that back to them, you know? So, um, and because we don't, because it, because people that are testing positive with no symptoms, it's impossible to see who's who, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That was the worst thing being at the grocery store today. I was just looking at everybody. And, and I'm such a Scorpio rising sometimes. I'm like, all of you are sick <laughs> and I can't see it. <laughs> right. Where is it? What secret no. are you hiding from me? Right. That's, <laughs> no, I totally agree. Absolutely. It's, it's kind of frightening because you're because we don't have the answers. And so, uh, yeah. 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 It's a thing. Right. Well, just to real quick to go back onto the new moon. Um, I kind of already talked about this, this with the full moon being in Libra, but as you know, obviously Venus rules both Libra and Taurus. Um, so a lot of those like herbs and aromas and activities that you might do with Libra are pretty similar to a Taurus, mm-hmm. although it's not as social and it's more about the self in Taurus. Mm-hmm. So this new moon would be more about really taking time to know what you value of yourself, you know? Um, and again, same types of herbs, slightly different, but not too much different. Um, Oris root, like I, the irises that'll be coming up, that's very much a Taurus, Venus flower. Mm. Um, vervain, thyme, a lot of the, I always call it fairy uh, yeah, fairy herbs and fairy flowers, lilacs, any of that. So, and thankfully we have that. The activities I would say, if you can, gardening would be, mm. you know, because that really is our time, anyways. People are starting to go and buy their potted whatever, or they're starting a garden. I don't know how that's going to play out with this because I'm not even sure what's open, you know, like nurseries and stuff like that. Um, but I plan on taking my old pots and re kind of reusing the soil, like just get creative mm-hmm. if you can, you know? Um, so yeah. And any of those types of grounding activities that you can do in nature. Yeah. Be really, really important. So anyways, we can go back to the other one, but <laughs> what would you say for someone who like, I, I mean, like I have a friend, she's still having to go into work because she's essential mm-hmm. and granted that, you know, there's only a couple of people that work there and they're each able to stay in their own offices. Like, what would you recommend like in terms of like protection or something like that? Yeah. Or 
actually, um, and I know some of this is probably a little harder to get a hold of, although like many of like mountainroseherbs.com, they're a great co-op herb company. I think they're still, they're still running, although they're running low on a lot of stuff because people are paying attention now. Yeah. <laughs> and they're starting to use herbs more. Um, but Vervain is excellent for that. Um, I would also say what I'm using particularly also even just kitchen sage, like your regular sage, not even white sage, but yeah. sage is super important and very wise to have around. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, this sounds kind of weird, but violets and violet leaf mm-hmm. is something I use in protective blends um Mm -hmm. violets as beautiful and like dainty as they are are Mm -hmm. actually pretty strong and grounding so anything you can find that's grounding will also help you in protective ways Mm -hmm. Um, so those mugwort would be one oh i love mugwort like it's such a strong feminine you know um herb and it, like sage, can give you a lot of wisdom, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, those are kind of the top ones I would use in this, in that type of season, you know. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. All right, cool. Let's see. There's only, like, two other aspects after this. Mm-hmm. So that's on April 24th, 4.26 p.m., the moon trine Pluto and Capricorn. And Pluto is also stationing retrograde that day. Woohoo! <laughs> I don't I don't really get too excited about the outer planets though when they go retrograde. Right. Because I mean, they spend like half the year in retrograde. It's kind of like, so eh, all right. There's something always or it seems like it, there's always something in retrograde. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I've always felt like we're just revisiting what we didn't get done before. Yeah. So we're revisiting stuff on the larger scale. Right. And like on, you know, an emotional body level, I think, I don't know, there, it's an easy flow of energy mm-hmm. and the moon is in a good condition and Pluto is neutral in Capricorn. I mean, Pluto is just kind of like, whatever, I'm just redoing, right. I'm just redoing the furniture up in here. I mean, exactly. <laughs> you know, so but we're still also having that Jupiter is still pretty close to Pluto. So I don't know, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I feel like it could be a very emotional sort of day, but there's something, it's almost like there's something that gets uncovered where it's just like, Oh, good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and maybe like we, you know, kind of revisiting again, like we're, if there's people that didn't or didn't feel affected mm-hmm. by the last one, maybe they're going to finally feel affected this time around. Who knows? I, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that. Okay. So maybe this is, and, and I almost hate to say this because I, mm-hmm. I, what I'm trying, I'm not wishing this on anyone, but it's kind of like people who don't, take it seriously but then it like directly affects their life in some way right like I mean Pluto's a I mean Pluto's a modern malefic but still malefic in nature 
It, right. And so if you didn't learn the first time, it might want to come back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, that's definitely happened in my life. I, I, when you're not, when you know you're supposed to be doing something or changing something and you yeah. don't the first time around, it's always going to come back and yeah. do it either again or worse. And I hate yeah. worse, but you know, you just want to pay attention, I think. So, yeah. I think so too. I mean, if some if somebody said you have to deal with Pluto or Saturn, I'd be like Saturn. Oh, totally. I'll deal with Saturn. Absolutely. Um, any day of the week. In fact, and I'm not just saying that because Saturn's my favorite planet. I'm a weirdo like that, but <laughs> I totally take Saturn because I understand it. You know? Yeah. Um, and I understand Pluto too, but Pluto is just a. I don't know. Well, and. You would think with being a Scorpio rising, I would take Pluto. I'm thinking about that, yeah. I, that I would. T I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I naturally, I, I have an, a natural affection for Pluto, but I've yeah. just really, I've really become, I've really come to appreciate Saturn right. and being, being that I have survived my uh, Pluto-Saturn opposition. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm surviving the, <laughs> uh, wh what is it? It's going to be, it's going to be Pluto Uranus next for me. Oh, God. oh yeah. Yeah. Good times. Ooh, shake it up. Yep. Just a little bit, <laughs> Right. but you know, like, and surviving that, like that was actually like a really good thing for me. So like through that, I really, actually, I learned to appreciate both of them, but yeah, but yeah, but you know, Pluto will drag you down there <laughs> right if you don't listen to it or its energies or whatever it's trying to say it it's not going to go okay and just skip by yeah it's going I mean, to come back yeah i mean saturn gives you a stern talking to like yeah. some type of you know Old paternal grandma. figure yes, exactly. or whatever pluto is just like okay get in <laughs> exactly we're going, we're going to the underworld. And right. it's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> you didn't listen. So now you nope. get to come in. Yeah. On a ride. So. <laughs> and, and speaking of Pluto, um, April 25th, we get Mercury and Aries square Pluto and Pluto and Jupiter are still really close together. I think this could be just a facts sort of day. Yeah. Well, and it might be hard facts. Like, yeah, we, I keep saying what we're, what's happening right now is we're being prepared a little bit at a time to yeah. adjust every day. But I think there's going to come to a point where we're there. It's going to all come to our face and say, okay, here it is, you know, and it might not necessarily be like traumatic, but I do think it's going to be shifting something you know yeah for sure i yeah i think i think it could definitely be like the tough love harsh truths yeah this is what's actually going on this is how we can get out of it mm -hmm. it might and you know with jupiter being in the condition that it's in it's going to be like this is what you're going to have to do to get out of it and you're not going to enjoy any right. of it it's not fun so, but this is but this is the grown up world of Capricorn. Yeah. The you know, the very Saturnian <laughs> right 
the the Saturnian will that we have being flexed right now. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think, I think that's just what it could be. And that might be when it's just like, it's going to be through June. This is what, you know, this is how many people a day are being infected. This is how many people we're losing a day. Right. Well, and I kind of wonder, like, are we going to see in our country, like, is there going to be a coming together? Like right now we're like states are making their own rules and it's just kind of like willy nilly. And yeah, I'm just waiting for it to come to where, okay, everybody hold on right now. Yeah. Everybody stay the fuck home. Yes, exactly. And what I'm waiting for too is for, and, and I know this is wishful thinking and it's so sad that it's wishful thinking, but I'm wondering when our government, these billionaire corporation people will just be like, you know what? We're going to pay you to stay home. Right. Because we don't all want to die. Right. Exactly. I would, you know, and like you said, unfortunately, I would hope that because I've had those thoughts of like part of the government doesn't care who dies, you know? Yeah. Um, well, what I'm saying is what's unfortunate is that we didn't do that three weeks ago. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. We're way behind on it. And so, no, I agree. It's, yeah. they've got to come to some point where, okay, all these, if people are dying, guess what corporations, you don't have anybody to pay, like buy like nobody's buying from you. Yeah. You the don't have any way. workers anymore. Right. And you don't have any customers. So the best thing to do is to bail people out so that they could build you back up again. Cause that's really yeah. where it starts. It's the people. It's not the corporation. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think people are going to be, uh, yeah, we're, we're late to the game on this one. And something interesting I saw on the news this morning was that like, I also think we're going to see interesting players because like China just donated a thousand ventilators to New York city. Like here's a thousand ventilators for you. Right. Have fun. No, no question. China. What? Right. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't deserve that. I mean, we do, but we, we don't, after what our leadership has put other countries through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, totally. Like that yeah. whole thing going down with Trump and Trudeau right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I have a good friend who lives in Canada, and it's really interesting hearing her perspective on what's mm-hmm. happening here. Right. Because she was like, she said, I don't know what's going on with y'all. Like, all of our people are pulling together. and. Yeah you know, we're getting stipends and they want us to stay home and they've given us all of these Mm -hmm. things that we're supposed to do to protect ourselves. Like her husband is still working. So when he gets home from work, he, you know, basically strips down at the back door and puts his clothing in the wash. Like the government is giving them directives like that to wear masks and so on and so forth. And she said, y'all look like a mess. Well, and we are, that's the thing. Nobody has concise instructions. And that's the problem is it's very general Mm -hmm. at all. And each state is different. So you can't, there's no way to come together when you don't have like precise, concise instructions. And it's not that we don't understand or know how to do it. It's that 
a lot of people have to have those instructions or they won't do it. Well, and usually when it comes down to that, it comes from the Fed. There is a federal regulation that you have to do this. And if the Fed doesn't do that, then everybody's just left kind of wandering around like ducklings going, well, what do we do? Right, exactly. You were going to tell us a little bit about Asclepius and Hygieia before we go. Yes. So I'm not going to go super deep into it, but I did want to just bring it up because I feel like they're both important um, placement stars, whatever you want to call it, you know, um, figures, especially in this day and age and what we're going through with um, coronavirus. Um, I have become very close to Asclepius over the last year or so, um, mm-hmm. mostly in part due to Caitlin Coppock's Sphere and Sundry that she mm-hmm. um, she runs and sh- she's got a couple lines of Asclepius. But Asclepius really is the god of medicine and healing. Um, that's where you see the rod of Asclepius. You'll see that like on ambulances and stuff like that. Um, and I know some people have kind of said, I wish there was something more like specific that I could do ritual with or, you know, remediate with. And I think that Asclepius and Hygieia both have helped me um, feel more secure in protecting myself. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, besides social distancing, <laughs> yeah. isolation, um, but on a magical sense, um, they have been good friends of mine. And I just wanted to bring up a couple of things that you can use if you're calling on them. Um, salt, water, lemon, the herb might be like cypress, any of those like cleansing types of elements mm-hmm. are really good to use. Um, and it can be as simple as just lighting a candle and meditating on them, asking mm-hmm. them to be around. Um, and to help you through or protect you from the virus and offering them those simple things. Um, There is, I would definitely suggest going to spheerandsundry.com and looking up the Asclepius series. There's a ton of information on him and where he is in the sky um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, what he might rule over for us. So I just wanted to bring that up because I do think that's been a helpful thing for me personally, and it could be for other people. So, Well, and I think you had something on Instagram, uh, and I think it was for Hygieia. Yeah. Um, so Hygieia, depending on the stories, uh, she's known as either his wife or his daughter, <laughs> which we know. Yeah, it's always that way. Um, So, and she also brings in that cleansing element of, Mm -hmm. you know, the, I know a little bit with those two, Asclepius has a temple and they would say, you know, if people were ill, they would bring themselves to the temple and leave offerings at the temple. And then um, Asclepius would actually help you through your dreams. So he's also really good with sleep. So if you're having sleep issues, um, mm. I would highly suggest that. So I've been doing mine 
if I'm doing ritual, I'm usually doing it right before bed, you mm-hmm. know, call on him. Um, and I, her, sorry, him and Hygieia kind of go hand in hand to me. Yeah. So I, I kind of call on both of them. So. Yeah. One of my, and maybe you'll be able to see this, but one of, one of my witchy friends, we were talking, she was talking about Hygieia. Mm-hmm. And so what she does is, and I did this, was you find an image of Hygieia and you make it your wallpaper yeah. on your phone or your lock screen. Nice. And it's like, it's like a super simple spell of like, you know, I will be healthy when I look upon Hygieia. Yeah. And then we look at our phones so much. Right. She was like, yeah, make it, you know, make it your lock screen, make it your wallpaper. So then, right. you know, you're always going to look at Hygieia at least a couple of times throughout the day. Right. So well, funny you say that because a squeeze uh, is on mine, <laughs> on my lock screen. <laughs> um, that's a picture that Caitlin took of her own um, altar. But, and I asked her, I said, can I use that picture? It's so beautiful. You know, she said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, that's an excellent way. Any way you can incorporate them, I think. Yeah. For me, it makes me feel safer. It's just that extra step, you know. Yeah. 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 So. Well, cool. And I'll do a quick outro again, just so it's easier to okay. edit. Yeah. So I want to thank you again for being here. Uh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And. Can you give me your info again? Yes. So purewellnesswi.com is my main website. You can schedule online appointments, including distance Reiki sessions. Um, and you can also find the Astrothecary through that website or on Instagram and Facebook as well. And that's where I sell most of my products. Um, and just so you all know, I am taking major precautions of doing it sanitarily I do anyways but even doubled now Mm -hmm. so that's where you can find me and anybody can feel free to email me if they want to chat about any of this stuff so okay excellent thank you welcome thank you all right well take care of yourself out there thank you for listening if you enjoyed this podcast please rate and subscribe for more information please go to our website at somethinginthestars.com until next time Take care.